back to the Vet SOS Show brought to you by the Who You Know Network. And remember, don't drown in the sea of transition. Grab the Vet SOS Lifeline. Mark, I, I hope you're ready. I hope you're ready. Uh, Tyrone is our guest today. He's got some serious knowledge, some serious information. When I started posting LinkedIn posts about people you should be following, he was the one person that everybody kept beating me up about because I didn't have him on the original list. You know, so he is the man, I'm telling you. Um, but we definitely uh, are going to have a great show today. I'm so looking forward to it. As always, I'm here with my partner, Mark. Mark, how are you doing today? Hey, I'm doing fantastic, Sean. Thanks for asking. Um, I wore my wore my Cowboys jersey for you. So we're, we're playing Jacksonville. I know you're moving there. So um, we got the we got the winning record on that one. I think we're we got the over. So uh, we'll see how that goes. But yeah, I'm super excited, Tyrone. Man, I have heard your name thrown around as well. So uh, coming into this, uh, I was just excited to get you on and, and get some of your knowledge bombs here dropped on us. So. All right. Yeah. yeah thanks hopefully. for having me. We're, we're, uh, what you guys are doing is it's huge. Yeah. Hopefully we're not making you uncomfortable yet. Nah. <laughs> All right. So we're on the restream platform as always. If, if you don't know how to pair your channels with what we're doing, shoot us a hashtag pairing and we'll let you know how to set up a restream account so you can put this out as original content over your social media. Okay. So let's get right into it. Uh, we got Tyrone Hewitt, a veteran who has served 20 years in the Navy, currently works as a transition counselor for the Navy and volunteers with uh, Act Now Education. Act Now Education provides active duty service members, veterans, military spouses, reservists, and National Guard with career enhancing information and resources. Tyrone, we're so happy you're here today. Uh, how are you doing today? Uh, you know, I'm doing pretty good. As always with some of these, you know, um, podcasts, I always get a little nervous because I'm, I'm an introvert, but, you know, it doesn't seem like it. But, you know, once you reach out to me, like I said earlier, you know, the stuff you guys are doing, it's great because a person is going to hear a lot of information through these podcasts that they're not hearing anywhere else. And unfortunately, there are a lot of people who go through transition who could need that one resource, never heard of it. Um and won't utilize it, or, or they've heard it too late. So yeah. kudos to you guys, man. Yeah, thank you so much. And, and really, that's truly the basis for what we're trying to do here is just share the information. And hopefully, we're, we're helping people find resources that work for them. And, and the added bonus for me is we, we get that human element by bringing in people who are involved in it that yeah. may even help somebody even more go, you know what, I like, I like what I heard from this person, and I want to go check out that organization. So yeah. in the long run, hopefully, it's working. Yeah. So 20 years in the Navy, is that what made you get into working in the transition space? Or is there another reason you felt that you needed to move into this position? Now, you know, uh, that's a good question. So I, I did a lot of volunteer work while I was in the Navy. Um, one of the opportunities I had was to work with an organization called Jobs for Life, and they were helping people navigate their employment uh, struggles. And when I started coming closer to transition, and I thought about my career when it came to helping people, you know, um, promote in the Navy or go for special programs or utilize their education benefits. I realized that's, that, you know, that is something that I want to continue doing. So when this job was presented, it was something that I hopped on pretty quickly. That's awesome. It's uh, almost like a calling. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, it's, it is. I've been doing it for almost five years and it is, and it goes by fast. When you retire, it goes by really fast. Right. Um, and I, I see myself doing it until they tell me to go home. 
<laughs> How did you get plugged in with Act Now Education? And you know, what are some of the Sean had mentioned enhancing you know, information resources that's available to service members? What kind of what kind of resources? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I used to follow Act Now Education on Facebook, and Jay, the guy who runs the program, he was always doing videos and interviewing people and putting stuff out. And I was like, it's like, man, this guy's this guy's on point. And I looked him up, and I was like, man, he's still active duty, right? So I would follow and and you know make a lot of comments on the Facebook page and share some of the information I had. And then he called me out of the blue one day. He's like, hey, do you have time to talk? So I think this is like three years ago. So we drop a bomb on that right there. I'm just going to interrupt you and drop a bomb on that right there because that's, you know, we're part of the Who You Know Network and you did exactly what we teach job seekers in the Who You Know Network. So yeah, 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 absolutely. Uh, So we spoke for about 30 minutes. You know, he's like, hey, I kind of want to bring you on a team. I was like, yeah, sure. So we spoke that that morning and that afternoon and then that night. And he kind of walked me through everything he um, envisioned that program doing. And, you know, and I, I say it all. time when we got off the phone i was like this guy's going big you know but i would tell you everything that he says he wants to do or he's going to do it's done we have a pretty good team right there are a lot of people in the background who who work a lot of different areas a lot of different channels you know we're working on ways to get help people you know obtain a security plus certifications helping them navigate their pmp uh, all these resources coursera is a big one coursera is probably our biggest one uh, but all these avenues to obtain either free or low-cost training that's going to help people become what I would say a little bit more employable. Um, and even if not more employable, what I try to explain to people, depending on your education pathway and your certifications you have, you have a you have a significant negotiating tool when you say these are all the qualifications I meet. You know, and for example, I had somebody reach out to me earlier this week. He emailed me the job ad. And he said, hey, I'm negotiating my salary for this particular position in Northern Virginia. And I looked at the preferred qualifications, um, his experience and the required qualifications. And I asked him, like, well, where do you fall in line with all of these things? He said, I have all of it. I was like, well, there you go. If you meet 100% of that, I'd be asking for 100% of the salary. There's no reason why you, if you don't have that five plus years of experience, major certifications in this degree that they can't you know, unless they come with a reason why not, why they can't say, yeah, absolutely. Right. And that's kind of our goal, empowering people, whether it's somebody getting out, a veteran whose career switching, which we see a lot, um, the veteran spouse and military spouse, helping them get to where they want to go. That way they, you know, in a way well, where they don't have to go into debt. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever heard it worded that way, but I absolutely love that. If you have a hundred percent of the qualifications, you ask for a hundred percent of the salary. Yeah. I, I love that. I mean, yeah. it's, it is it, to me, it's there, there, there's, there's no reason why a person, sh- you know, and people are probably going to have comments and say, Oh, he's wrong. Cause somebody's going to, they're going to look at the individual and say, you know what, this person come in and independently work by themselves, maybe ask a couple questions that's new to the organization, but they're, they're coming to, they're coming to work. They're, you're not training them. You're not retraining them. They're going to come in office first day and, and make things happen. That- yeah, absolutely. And because we, we tell people all the time, right, that you don't necessarily have to have all the qualifications. True. You no. Know? So, you, you know, don't don't overlook a job just because you don't meet it 100 percent. But if you do meet it 100 percent, that's a whole different ballgame. It, uh, so. Yeah. And, and that's a good point. A lot of people, they think, oh, I have to meet everything. That is 
That's that's very rare. <laughs> I, I would, yeah, that's extremely rare. But if unless you you're a purple write, squirrel, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you can write your resume to it, and then you can enter and you interview and you tell them exactly what you're going to bring to that organization, there's no reason why they're not going to say, yeah, absolutely, we can bring this person in, kind of upskill them, up train them, and then you know they'll be independent. All right. So Tyrone, um, you know, we talk about like people getting out and, you know, a lot of folks are, they're very confident, right? Adapt and overcome is certainly a theme in the military. And so uh, I think a lot of people feel like, hey, I got this, I can do it on my own. Why is it still important though for them to at least be um, aware of and even utilize some of those programs that are out there to help them in their transition? Yeah, I, I, that, that's a good question. I think it's important because you never know what kind of information you get that you haven't heard of before, right? Either that person or that program. And I'll, I'll give you an example. So earlier this year, I was helping somebody with their transition and I was going, I was trying to help them plan what they for what they want to do in the future. And they said they want to get their PMP. And I was like, well, what program are you using to obtain your PMP? And this individual informed me that they were doing it by themselves and they're paying for it out of pocket. And I was like, I was like, you've got to be joking me. I was like, okay. Let's talk about these two or three programs that are that's going to pay for it for you, right? You'll get the training material, and they'll at the minimum pay for the the, the test. She was mind blown, and it's that kind of person where had she and I not spoken, or had she not heard of another individual, they're going to come out the pocket almost two grand. You know, if if you have two thousand dollars just to blow, you can give it to me, <laughs> right? And, and that's kind of the example where it, there's just so much information, so much assistance, and not and, and not just the monetary portion, but those individuals who are going to provide that support and say, hey, I've been where you're at. You know, you're, you're, you're redlining right now. Take a break. You know, you got the weekend, sleeping late, get some good food, re-energize, and restart your job search or, re, you know, college applications on Monday. So you have that, you know, that support group that's going to help you know um, what to do, how to do it, and that somebody has your back. Yeah, that's, thank you for that. Yeah, that's, that's a huge point. <laughs> yeah, well, in, in, in you know, that first – mantra right you don't know what you don't know i mean yep. um, yeah if, if we don't keep an open mind right if we're if we're not open we'll miss it right you're, you're gonna miss it it's just like um you know uh i'm a believer so it, I, I feel very strongly about like so if you're not receptive to what's coming from up above right you're gonna miss it and so yeah. that's the same yeah. thing same same mantra yeah absolutely and and I mean, like we all know that there's 40,000 plus organizations out here that are willing to help. Yeah. It, it's definitely overwhelming. And yeah. a lot of people would surprise me. It's one thing to not know about the organizations outside the military. Mm-hmm. It amazes me how many people don't un- understand the credentialing assistance programs that the military has. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. a huge yeah. benefit to the exact yeah. point you just talked about. You know, you get yeah. $4,000 a year. You could easily do probably two uh, certifications a year if you really want. Yeah. yeah. You know, so how do we get more of the word out on you know anything like that? You know what? That is, I just posted on somebody's LinkedIn profile either earlier today or yesterday. There is such an inf- information vacuum. You know, I, like I could post something on LinkedIn once or twice and post it again. And somebody will comment and say, oh, I've never heard of this. And I'm like, man, we've been connected for like a year. And I've posted this two or three times. Or I can email it out to people within, you know, I email out a lot of stuff out to the active duty service members. 
And somebody within that chain of command may say, I wish I would have heard about this six months ago. I'm like, and I email this out continually. So that's something that even I struggle with trying to figure out um, how to reach the masses. Um, and to kind of touch on a point, what you said earlier and what we were talking about, what, what I find interesting about transition is that I often find that you have somebody who doesn't use anything, nothing. And then I find people who use too much. Right. And I, you know, I, I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I had um, somebody reached out to me two years ago, about two years ago, because I think they retired um, in the spring of 2021. And their plan was to retire, work towards their master's degree and their PNP at the very same time. And I was like, whoa, I was like, I'm going to be honest with you uh, and work. So, and I was like, I'm going to be honest with you. Grad school is a different ball game, right? Um, I would figure out what you need to prioritize, get with those organizations that you're seeking to employ with, right? Or your current organization, figure out which one's going to uh, give you your biggest bang for your buck, overcome that obstacle, and then go to the next one. Because you don't want to, you know, one of the goals of retiring or transitioning out the military is that you kind of get to work your work-life balance. And if you work full-time, you're working towards your PNP and you're going to grad school, there is no balance. <laughs> because you're doing way too much. So, you know, that's kind of important too, but I think I see more often people, they're, they're trying to figure this out by themselves and they don't do anything. Mm -hmm. I, I would agree with you there, but I approach it a little differently in the fact that I told my wife or I asked okay. my wife, you know, give me two years. Let okay. me focus on the transition, doing these certs, doing this, doing, give me the two years to set us up for success after the military. Yeah, She hasn't liked it and she... <laughs> comments frequently but um that that was sort of the, the approach i took and saying look i i got it i know i and, and i owe time back to the family for sure but yeah you know we only get the you know typically we get one shot at the transition so i wanted to make the most of it yeah um no you know I definitely did too much <laughs> yeah well no you know that you know to, to your point that's fair right as long as you let your counterpart know your family know because now they kind of expect it versus expecting you to be around continually, um, you know, the, attending those sports games and practices and all these other things that we look forward to. So at least they can expect it. So that, yeah, that, that was a smart move on your part. How yeah, important is it? it how, how important? Well, maybe not how important because we know it's important. <laughs> but um, maybe the better question would be, what are you seeing the active duty programs, right, um, that are out there that help promote getting some of this done while you're in? Like, is the, is the, because when I was in, there was no discussion of that, right? Yeah. And so yeah. I think that the military in general has not done a good job at um, fostering that getting your education and getting started and doing some of these things while you're in so you're that much further ahead when you get out. What are what are you seeing? Yeah, yeah. So I think I'm seeing the same thing. I think there's still kind of an old mentality that you don't have an you don't have to have an education or certifications to succeed. And and I would say that's that's probably true in some cases. But kind of going back to being able to be either more um, have higher negotiating um, opportunities when you get a job, or even just having more opportunities. Because when you look at a lot of job ads underneath their preferred qualifications and required qualifications, they're there, right? So when I often talk to transitioning service members, especially when they're early on, or even if they're not transitioning yet, 
what I try to do is I try to open their eyes to, especially in the Navy, right? So, if, and I would imagine some of the other branches are like this. If you have certain certifications and qualifications, it's going to make you better at your job while you're in. So if you look at it from that standpoint, if the, and if the branches sell it from that standpoint, not only are you making that service member a better technician or a better leader or a better manager, at the same time, you're making them, which they're not going to want to hear because retention is always the key word, but you're making them more prepared to separate. So there, if you do all these things, you have two pathways. And if you want to stay in, you're going to be a great leader or manager or technician. If you decide to get out, now you're employable. Boom. Drop that mic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, there's, there's so many opportunities, right? You know, and when I started the transition program, when I made that decision to retire, I was overwhelmed with the number of things I could potentially do, right? Between education, <laughs> yeah. training, experience, probably literally thousands of jobs I could go into, you know, so trying to figure that out. And a lot of service members find themselves in that position. When, when yeah. the, you know, what am I going to do? Yeah. And the, the one thing I, I have more certifications than I will ever need. I'll tell you that much. Um, but through that process, it helped me whittle down what I do and don't want to do. There's some things that I know now that I'm certified to do. I have no desire whatsoever to do. Yeah, um, that's good. So it, it's not a lost cause, in my opinion, to, to necessarily do something you don't want to do. But it's definitely one of those yeah. things where you need to approach it, I would say, aggressively. And yeah, yeah, as yeah, you yeah. figure out what you want to get into, really target those areas for education and yeah. certification. Now, now, you know, that's good. What I, what I see, especially with more senior leaders, when you've been in longer, you've done so many things that you don't know what to do. You may have been an instructor. You may have been a project manager. You may work some kind of form of HR. And that's what I think that's what gets a lot of people because that's when they, they don't know what they want to do. But like, I think to your point, if you're if you're working on certifications and you're talking to people like, okay, yeah, I know I don't want to work HR. So let me kind of pull that out. So yeah, that, that's a really good point on whittling down what it is that you do want to do. Yeah. So we're getting down to the end here and, and appreciate your flexibility and, and moving and jumping and um, all, good. <laughs> all over the place. Um, love what you're doing. What, what is it you want to leave the audience with? So, yeah, that's good. So what I would tell everybody is if you watch this podcast, great. But I would say take time to watch all the other ones because, you know, you guys, I just saw Hero was on. Great information. Vince was just on. Um, I think I saw Kirk was just on. Mm -hmm. These are people who have so much information and all you're going to do is grow. I often tell people if you're at home, and you're not doing much. It's what's 30 minutes of watching a couple of podcasts throughout the week, throughout the day, and just take those notes. Um, and then after you see what these individuals are, reach out to them on LinkedIn, send them a personal message and say, hey, I had the opportunity to see on this podcast. I'd really like to kind of further some con uh, further our conversation, have some particular questions and send them that message. Because I know several of these people, we've engaged quite a bit and every one of them are committed to helping you out. And I, I feel pretty confident when I say they're going to respond and say, yeah, absolutely. Uh, let me know what time, let me know what kind of time you have within the next week or two. And that's going to help you build that network and, and become more prepared to get out. Absolutely. I can't argue with it at all. Watch, watch all the podcast episodes. Yeah. Um, but no, it, it, that's exactly right. I mean, we've, we've had 
the pleasure of having great guests on and some people that are really doing amazing things in this community. So uh, I yeah, echo what you it's said. It's intimidating. <laughs> I see people I'm like, man. Well, Tyrone, we want to thank you for coming on, being flexible and jumping with us. Um, we, I love what you're doing. I, I love the the way you're trying to help people, especially navigate that that education piece is, is so difficult and, and for so many. Uh, so really appreciate what you're doing and uh, look forward to uh, definitely learning and working for me down the road here in the future. Yep. Thanks for what you and Mark are doing. And, and you guys are you guys are keeping it real. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, Sean. Love Our to hear that. <laughs> want to thank everybody for tuning into the Vet SOS podcast. And remember, don't drown in the sea of transition. Grab the Vet SOS Lifeline.